Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey, what's happening for him? I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. I hope you've dusted your shoes and put your coat on the door, because we're about to be guests in the illustrious Castle Nathria. <laughs> hey, does anyone know the name of, of that little man at the very beginning who starts the encounter? The little like dredger guy. I will, we can't I will ever pay you name. twenty whole cents to give us his name before <laughs> next week. Th- that man was rather curvaceous, and we want to celebrate, but we don't know his name. And we tried to do our research, but apparently you cannot just walk into the instance without a full raid group right now. Question mark. Is it weird that I seriously considered pugging the raid and then just joining and then leaving the no, minute there, I there saw the man? No, there was a bunch man. of people up front, and I was like, I was about to start canvassing, like, can I join your group real quick? I just need to look at the man. Or if you're just like, hey, can you happen to, like, whisper me when you get inside and tell me what this dude's name is? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, uh, do we start off with the, with the reviews, or do, or do we go for with Castle Nathria first? What do you think? What, what do we got? What do we got? Well, we don't have any reviews, but I can start us off by saying that we did receive a few emails from our listeners. Okay, fire them off. Fire. So our first email that we received is from a listener named Aaron, and he says, So I want to share some sad boy stuff with you guys. I have battled with depression and some real demons most of my life, and recently with Rona bullshit, I haven't had any extra money due to hour cutbacks to afford my medication. I have horrible withdrawals from not taking it, and it sucks major ass. America's healthcare system is a joke, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I recently found another job to help afford my medication and Christmas stuff for my family. And And while I was stocking shelves, I came across your podcast, and I seriously listened to it all day long. I love every episode. It makes me smile and laugh. Your podcast gets me through these shifts with a better mind state and makes time fly. I have been playing WoW for 10 years now, and it's been a huge passion, and I'm so happy to hear that same passion I have for the game through your guys' excitement through these episodes. See you guys in the Shadowlands. Please never stop doing what you guys love. I appreciate you all a lot. Signed, Aaron from Georgia. He's also on Proudmoore, and his main is a worgen hunter named Youngbloods. Damn, dude. I mean, I know I already responded. We already responded to you, like, in email form, but it's just hearing that. It's just both heartbreaking but also crazy that like this podcast makes people feel better you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah we just like bullshit with each other for an hour plus every week because you know we just have a lot to say about this game and i don't know i, I like hanging out with you guys and talking about it but i'm glad i'm like mind blown that like somebody feels this way about us and i don't know i guess i'm glad that we can help improve somebody's life yes aaron just know that what joy we bring to you, you bring right back to us by being so nice and welcoming us into the community because we show ain't played for 10 years. And that's from one errand to another. That's what makes it genuine. The A.A. Ron connection. And our second email is from our boy Jeff, a.k.a. Tempest. And he says... 
Hi, folks. Thanks for the show last week. I ran Torghast a few times and ran into the same brick wall you talked about. I got frustrated and thought maybe I was just bad at WoW, but it sounds like I'm not the only one who got stumped on a boss. I really enjoyed smashing the Jailer's Pottery Collection and did pretty good up until level 3, but after trying to solo the last boss a few times after collecting a kick-ass power set and wiping, I said, fuck that guy and bailed. The only other time I died in there was when I had the speed buff and ran off the edge of the chains between platforms, which was my fault. I haven't tried the tower with the group yet, but I'm hoping to get a little further in there in the weeks to come. Sign Tempest. Bro, I cannot stand the chains. For, I, I know that it's super simple to walk up them. Something about them just makes me fall off every single fucking time. It was a tragedy. The other day, I was playing Torghast at my computer, and Cubbybub came in to show me something. I was like, oh, and I had clicked my middle mouse auto run. And as I was looking, she said, are you okay? And I said, no, no. And I tried to like back up, but my fingers were too slow, and I just calmly ran off and lost one of like my four lives. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, Slide and I, we got to the chain room and we were like this is a mistake we can easily just not hand like we can just ignore these chains and go up and clear the room and we're gonna regret doing this but we did it anyways we each died twice we lost all of our lives and then we ended up wiping on the last boss and it's like if we hadn't tried to go for whoever knows what was on the end of those chains we probably would have cleared well, part of the problem with me and the chains is that I'm playing in Feral, and so because of the Feral model, is it's longer than it is tall, obviously. If you walk into the chain, you get pushed back farther than I get pushed back if I was in humanoid form, because like my center is different. So like I fuck up and it's over. So the strat that I now employ every single chain is I shift into regular night elf form and then I RP walk up the chain just to make sure I don't go a little too fast. That's my hot tip of the week. Does it ever feel yucky to turn back into your night elf after so long being the cat? It's fine because she's got a hot mog. So I'm actually I actually like that I get to see her looking her pretty little purple wolf set. But all this talk about Torghast has inspired me to bring back, to revive a long dead segment on this podcast. <gasps> you guys won't see this one coming, but it's eyeball time. Eyeball time. <laughs> Where's eyeball time been? <laughs> Oh. It's always around watching it's, for its, it's time. always watching. And it decided that it had quite the opportunity this week. And I say we talk about how the boss that I literally almost quit this game over last week. Well, that's a little bit of exaggeration, but it was a really, really overpowered boss. And I was very upset to wipe to him like eight times in a row with kick-ass powers. And I'm talking about Observer... What the fuck, fuck what was his last name? <laughs> You're the one with the segment. I, I don't know this man. I assume he's a big eyeball. It's like Zelgar or something. Zordon, Zeger, Bob Zeger. It's definitely Zordon. <laughs> okay, no. Bob Zeger and the Silver Rapier <laughs> Band. <laughs> Obviously, I was very prepared here. I tried to put him out of my mind, but I'm talking about Observer Zelgar and, you know, 
the observer like the observer that killed me like countless times last week but this week we are counting how many times he's been nerfed since last week's call to action on this podcast was it once no was it twice was it twice? i doubt it was three times baby he's been nerfed three separate times since last week's podcast how did they do? I guess they were doing like daily changes. So just every day it was like, mm, he's still not, he's still too tough. I guess so. I mean, the beam is still apparently locking on to people, but they, I don't, so I don't know if that's intended. Maybe they just thought like it'd be easier to just like kind of uh, nerf the power of the beam for now until they can fix that or something. But he has in fact been reduced in power three times since last week. I like the means theory before was that, um, they couldn't figure out why it was snapping so fast. So they're like, ah, fuck it. We'll just do some damage reductions here and there. And maybe that'll even it out. Yeah, it's still my theory. It's like, damn, like, he's too fucking OP. And I, I had a problem where I was facing somebody, Elder Long Branch, as a feral druid. And I do not know how I beat her. Every single person who fights her is a hunter that I'm seeing, like, on the internet. So I'm like, am I supposed to be fighting this lady? Because she just, like, kills me, like, immediately. So I don't know. Anybody out there killed Elder Long Branch? Let me know. And that concludes this week's segment of I Bubble Time. Who knows? Who knows when we're going to delve back into the recesses of Eyeball Time? Savor it while you can, audience. Savor it. And I guess since we're talking about Torghast, I'm going to pull a Time Warp. Front load these segments, baby. Oh, no. Oh, should we have taken a shot for, for, for getting mail from people? Or are we just going to... Just reviews, I think, is our... Uh... Okay. If Aaron wants us to take a shot, he's got to log in. <laughs> Which reminds me, give us a review on the Warcraft Radio podcast directory, and we will take a shot in your honor. Do it. Okay, but these two people who are here... I was going to say beside me, but Aaron's not beside me. I very much am not. They have 40 seconds to give me as many answers to the category of the question I am about to ask. Ooh, and while I'm saying this, that's a reminder to get my timer set for 40 seconds. Will you, though? This time, yes. Yes, I will. Okay, I need you guys to name me as many... Of the named bosses in Torghast as you can. On your mark. Get set. Go! <laughs> Observer Zelgar. And that's all, folks. Do you think I really look at their names? I don't. I only looked up this guy to rage about him online. <laughs> it's not. It's almost like I... Almost like I said one right before we did this. Hmm. I know, and I don't do not remember. Elder Long Branch. Fuck! I made it a goddamn tie. God damn it! <laughs> tie. <laughs> you guys suck. I don't. Yeah. I don't look at the names of these guys. Okay, tiebreaker question. <laughs> For this one. Uh, okay, are you guys ready? This is going to be a fast one. It's be rapid yeah. fire. What is the maximum number of floors you can compete complete today in Torgasco? Six. Twelve. Six. 
Immune one. He won. He's the winner. It's Aaron, still six. Your... Oh, it's technically like you can go to floor six now because last week was floor three. Oh, oh I was I thinking. Thought... I was thinking individual floors, like in each mm. instance. I was I like each run. Yeah. I was like, I definitely was doing six like a week and a half ago. No, I okay, the final I'm, up. I'm taking my drink. Today, I'm featuring Pogolicious IPA. Dude, that's so poggers. Poggers. Yeah. Oh, shit. That also double, I'm double reminded. So, we, me and Immune were in Torghast. We were about to go in the Torghast. And a, I believe uh, it was a rogue named Extian, E-X-T-I-A-N, a Proudmore, waved to me and said, and I quote, love the podcast. But I, I was so taken aback that I just said, LMAO hi, and then I never acknowledged that I was indeed one of the podcast people, nor did I say thank you. So now I will say thank you, XTM, for saying you like the podcast when I did not give you a suitable response. Well, we were shocked. We are very seldom recognized in the wilds. They had gathered their whole family into the living room computer because it's the 90s. Like, guys, guys, everyone come over. I'm going to say hi. They're going to they're going to say something to me. LMAO, hi. And then you ran away. And then I, uh, his grandma said, Billy, I thought these were your friends. And he said, uh, <laughs> I thought they were. Immune did come by and did do a slash wave. And we got a slash wave back. So that's something. But now let's talk about how Castle Nathria is doing. Or as Papa Cheese calls it, <clears throat> Castle Nastria. <laughs> and now I can't stop saying Nastria because he keeps saying it wrong. <laughs> Is it on purpose, you think? I don't think so. Because I'm kind of here for it, though. Nah, it's nasty. Nastria. So we're obviously, we got a rate of goobers here. And apparently, I've been hearing over and over again about how overtuned the rate is on all difficulties. Which I kind of like. Because now, everybody else will be just as slow as us. Oh, almost. So overtuned meaning that people are saying it's too tough? Yeah, too hard. That does make sense, because I saw a thing that's like, even fucking Method hasn't beaten Big Daddy D on Heroic yet. Well, are they even, are they, is Method, does anyone know if that's they, a thing anymore? They, they, okay, so I know it was Method, because it took me aback, because I was like, aren't they covering up rape charges? Are they still in the game? What's going on with them? Yeah, I honestly don't. Limit just beat uh, Daddy D, I think, this morning. Yeah. yeah, this morning, I believe, as, like, okay, so December 10th at, like, 10 a.m. Central or something like that. But I feel like even that is kind of indicative of how maybe, like, harder this raid is, because I feel like normally the heroic end boss falls really fast, like, within a day. And this was within two days. I, so, I right? didn't even know they tracked heroic stats for like the big boys like that i think they only did this time because like it took them in like actual time as opposed to like they just downed everything on the first pull <laughs> apparently i don't know how true this is it was in a youtube comment of a european man's <laughs> uh castle nathria guide but somebody in the legit <laughs> somebody in the comment said there was a blue post that uh, claimed one of the reasons it was hard was because 
of group scaling and that if you have more people it actually was scaling way harder than it should have and again that's just a comment and a european man's youtube video so who knows how true that is i couldn't even find the blue post when i looked for it but i mean i believe it we had a full 30 ass people and things were kind of hard i was about to say don't show our leadership i'm right on the cusp of the air quotes good group yeah, I mean, we have more than 30 people, actually. Like, th there's talk about our raid having two teams all of a sudden. There isn't just talk. There is an image of what the supposed two raid groups would be. And oh, from, boy. From, so from what the whole idea, from what Lan, our raid lead, wants to do, is he said he does not want to make these two groups a A squad and a B squad. He doesn't want to have a varsity and a JP squad. He's going to move people throughout groups constantly so that you're always raiding with the same people but you're also raiding with different people on different days you know what i mean so like it's not like it's like this is your only group i think this is going to be like this is the group that you're in this week and then you're in this one the next week and the next week and the next week until enough people fall off that we're just down to 10 yeah. people <laughs> until Which, like yeah. two months from now so do you guys want to I, I i have in front of me i saved an illegal picture of group one. Oh boy oh, shit. do tell Lynn, our raid lead, immune, sin. So, <laughs> Alex, the healers is. Oh, is it you, sin, and Faye? Is Faye a healer or is he a DPS? Faye's a healer. Faye's a healer. He's on Faye Blumia. So, those are our three heals immune, Faye, and sin. I'm in this group. Aaron, you're in the other group. <laughs> so I, I could tell. Yeah. I'll, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to get out here ahead. Uh, there. A lot of, or some people have left the guild because they think it's too clicky, and I'm one of the people who are mad at the clicks now. Those top five or six people can huff my duff. How are these clicks going to break up our click? Nobody fucks with my click. Uh, but, I mean, Well, group two, but the thing is, he, they just kind of did it by like a good damage. So, like, group two, the one that you're in, is Bear and Kata, which those two, so, like, on a chemistry level of Bear and Kata tanking, no, I don't think Kat is taking. Who's the other tank? He's also healing. Um, here I believe it would be Mini. Oh, Mini is actually really good though. If it is Mini, because Mini, we we we've done some dungeons, dungeons with Mini, uh, and he's killing it. So yeah, it the is. the healers in this group would be Catapun and Jamunky, I think. Yeah. So I guess what's happening is we're like absorbing so many people from like, the Terranist guild with all that stuff happening and that we're like well we, we actually have more healers to make two raid groups so I don't know when they're going to try this or how they're going to try it but I think what happens is every single person is just going to raid on the same day at the same time and then each week they're going to switch it up yeah I guess do like a little shuffle I guess makes sense all it takes is like three people did not show up and then it's like well now what do we do right yeah well let's let's speak of our adventures <laughs> our last adventure as a united front let us speak of this first week okay so this week we are recording a little later this week so we actually have full information about our week of reading and what are you guys's first impressions so far of like the overall raid like maybe like the atmosphere and things I love this atmosphere. When the minute we walk into this fucking castle and Daddy, oh, sorry, there's that little cute little mud guy who we can't remember his name, but then Daddy D is there 
like on his little like pedestal, right? His little like balcony areas. His like his his, his opera glasses on, looking down at us. Talks shit to us and talks uh shit to Prince Renathal. He's basically like, oh, we saw what happened last time when you tried to attack me. Who do you think's the mom? The little mud man. No, I I think it's like a um a god making a Jesus deal where he just like ripped off one of his ribs. So originally intending so that he could suck his own dick, but then like, he's like, uh, I guess I can use this rib to like make somebody in my own image. <laughs> he just cast it to the side while he was like, uh, uh, and then Renathal popped out and he was like, get out of here. Close the door. <laughs> Gross. Um, the first boss is Shriek Wing, right? The bat. Yeah. He's stone bat boy. I like that fight, and you want to know why I like that fight? Because I know how that fight works. The next three fights, I can confidently say I'm very iffy on exactly how they work. Yeah, so this uh, first boss basically just has two phases. The first phase, he like he's like on the ground, and you can actually hit him, and you have to dodge like these like spheres of light that are like being thrown around. Well, the the whole theme is. Echo, 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 location. Like that song from the Jumpstart games. It literally always moves you to echo location. And if you hit the orb, then I think it spawns a blood patch under you, which is why we had 50 million blood patches everywhere. There was nowhere to stand because people were getting hit left and right by these things. And then I think if he finds you during that phase when he's like echo locating, he just like makes more blood and just like what basically murders you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so when he's not doing, like, the orb ring toss thing, you have to, he's doing this thing called, I think, Shriek, and you have to, like, hide behind the pillars, or if it hits you, it does a lot of damage and then drops another puddle. And then he gets a lot, a lot of blood on him, and you can't hurt him, and he puts a bunch of rings that go around, little sound rings, and if he catches you in those, it'll be trouble. Then that's really it. He's just yeah. got yeah. two, two sticks. Yeah, and like during the phase when you can't hit him, you literally just have to make sure you, that you don't get hit by anything and then you'll be okay. But again, our raid team, if like there's an objective where you have to not get hit by something for X amount of time as opposed to just doing some damage, like we will fail. And we failed a few times. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just people not knowing which pillar to stand behind. And to be, I, I know good and well, probably five people watched videos and I'm one of them who didn't even watch the video. I played that little pineapple game. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's a fun little way to learn the mechanics. And that's all that I did. <laughs> I also just uh, played the pineapple flash game. Castle, what's it called? Castle Pineapplia? Something like that? Is that what its name is? It's, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, yeah. It's basically a flash equivalent on how to learn to play like each boss. I honestly, it's kind of fun. I highly recommend doing it. It's just kind of fun to see it out. Okay, so it's Shriekwing. Who's after Shriekwing? I'm trying to remember. Next, so, it was the Houndmaster uh, suffix. I don't, I don't remember his last okay, name. Okay, so his official name is Huntsman Altimore. There you go. And he has his three rhino bears, each of which has an attack that he loves to repeat. Bothamus rent their souls. Hercules. <laughs> but correct me if I'm wrong, I think all of them share health. Yes, his 100% is made up of, it was supposed to be 30, 30, 30, 10, but by the time we had successfully killed all three dogs, he had 20%, and people are like, he's supposed to have a 
buff or a debuff that he's broken hearted, so he's easier to kill. But he definitely wasn't, but he also wasn't doing any moves. So he was yeah. just like, I don't know, I'm here to waste five minutes. It, it was basically bugs, but like, yeah, like we killed his dogs, and then it was just us versus him. He was still barely taking any damage, and it took us, I think, close to if what felt like an eternity. Like, Aaron, how many times do you think you could have cast a, like, hard cast Pyroblast well, during that yeah. period? <laughs> uh, maybe two. Um, <laughs> but no. It's a long time. It, it, it was confirmed to at least have been 10 to 11 minutes because while I died, Gandolin, the other mage, said, I can do time warp again if you want. And that's a 10-minute yeah. timer. Whew. Yeah, so it was definitely bugged. Um, Maybe it'll fix it by next week, but... I think once we figured out what the mechanics of each of the three bears were, this boss wasn't that hard for us. I actually, yeah, I actually forgot this fight existed. I love this fight because I was able to get my bleeds spread out perfectly as a feral druid. And I was crushing honors in the DPS chart. My goal is to always beat honors. So that way I can whisper and be like, ha ha. But I died. And because it bugged out and we had to literally spend like, what, 15 minutes punching him in the face honors past me in the last two minutes because it was so long and i was so mad about it ripperoni no uh, those last minutes were so fucking long that i passed all the dps that were dead just because it was so fucking long it's just it's just such a funny bug so we were talking in the, in the officer chat cat was posting like percentiles of like how fast we did raid because you know like like last week we got like or last year we got like whispers like oh my god you guys did a, a mythic boss like can i join your guild uh so because of the boss bug our kill was in one of the lowest percentiles in speed because Ooh. we had to spend so much time hitting them <laughs> hey a w is a w a dub is a dub baby i'll take it so after the Huntsman, we headed over, because I believe you can do these next few in like whatever order you want. Mm -hmm. We headed over to the Hungering Destroyer, which is the big weird anima devourer creature. And he's kind of in this like anima capsule chamber. And he has a couple of weird mechanics that took us a little bit of time to get used to. He like puts these anima circles on people and it makes it so that you cannot be healed, but you also have a dot on you. And you will draw the health of anybody who doesn't have the circle on them who is standing near you. So, like, most of us had this on, on us when we were like, oh, we got to get away because, like, we'll hurt people. But, like, if you don't group up, you will die. Yeah, I feel like that fight saw our our guild galaxy brain shrinking to, like, smooth brain proportions. Because <laughs> it started with, like okay, people get out, and so, like, you can leech off of certain people, coordinate your movements, and then that wasn't working, so it's like, okay, get a little closer, maybe you can sort of leech off more people, until eventually it was like, just stand on each other. Just don't move and stand on each other, and that's what worked. Yeah, so the way we ended up defeating these bosses, as Aaron said, we just basically split into two groups that all stacked together, so that whenever people had this debuff, they could just, uh, do the good suck on everyone and we'd be able to heal them all up real fast and then the boss also puts this thing on people where he targets a few people with this giant beam and you have to run it out of the group and because everyone is stacked you just moved a little bit to the left or right and then everyone's okay unless you're immune hey listen this was last night i had been drinking a little bit and i saw the boss was down to probably about eight percent and i had beam on me 
three or four times prior to this throughout the fight, and I was a good boy every other time. I ran out as I should, nobody was hit, it was good good times, but I guess I didn't even notice that it was on me at this last one when we were we had the boss down to like 8%, and I just stood in the group, and uh, I don't know. You guys will have to tell me how many people did I kill. I just saw a big splash of Kool-Aid. Three to four people fell over, and you turned into a big blue lady, and I said, oh no. I was dead, so I was I didn't care. I actually wanted you guys to lose so I could do more damage to the next pull. Yeah, but basically the first time we did this everybody group up strat, we killed the boss. Well, because it, it, don't forget, it, it ended our Tuesday night, so we, we wiped to him on Tuesday night. But it, it's also funny because it kind of doesn't prove, but it kind of shows that like nobody watched videos. Because if you watched a video, wouldn't you have the strats for how to stack everybody when we tried three different methods of where to put ourselves at? You know what I mean? We had to trial and error three different positions, which I like. I like doing it without exactly. looking at anything because it makes it more interactive and more fun for us, you know? Yeah, a little more frustrating, but like I don't care. I feel like I'm in personally no rush to like get everything down as soon as possible or else we wouldn't be in this guild. And we have like several months to like have with this raid. We might as well take our time, I feel like. We aren't going to be Mythic first, so... <laughs> now with that attitude... Fair I enough. don't know. I don't know. Being put on this whole B team thing, I'm, I'm putting my uh, application in for method. I'm willing <laughs> to look past a couple sexual abuse scandals. <laughs> Besides, it's not a B team. If you say, if you say it's a B team, Ken is gonna kill herself. You can't call it a B team. Yeah, she's gonna be mad because she's on B team. You can tell that she's <laughs> upset that she has to be on bad team. I will Venmo you $5 if the first night of raid you be like, Hey, what's up, B-team? Hey, what's up, underachievers? I feel like he probably uh, Everyone below, anyway. below Suleiman. Let's go. So after that, we went to our final boss of the week, and that is Sun King Salvation, a.k.a. Kalthos, a.k.a. KT. Everyone was calling him KT, and I'm like, since when is this his nickname? Yeah, what the fuck? Is this a thing? Is this like an old school player thing to call him I mean, KT? He is incredibly old. So okay. yeah, maybe when we were baby boys bouncing on our father's knees, they were like, oh, there's KT. But like when I hear KT, my mind immediately goes to Kelthuzad because in the in the shop you can buy little KT and it's like the, you know, it's a little baby Kelthuzad. And I'm like, wait, what? Kelthuzad's not here. Also, Kelthos is so short to say. Kalthos, it's the same syllables as KT, unlike Kelthuzad, who's three. Right? I mean, like, it really confused me. I was like, what the fuck is KT? Because, like, when I hear KT, I think of KT Tunstall, like, that, like, one-hit wonder from, like, the <laughs> mid-2000s. Um, That song with, like, something in a cherry tree or something like that. What the oh, fuck are you talking about? A cherry tree. What, oh, what, oh. what is this? <laughs> Yeah, Black, yeah that, that one. Black Betty? Bang, rang, oh, I Black Betty. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not the one for me. Oh, okay, now I know the song. <laughs> it took me like literally like really like three bad renditions for me to figure out which one I knew. This is this is an incredibly quick aside. I saw her play it live once on VH1, and she had to set up all like the repeating noises on a weird step machine it was awkward she set up for like 10 minutes and she was like okay i'm ready to play the song now listen why did they include that in the performance i don't know they were like we know she's a one-hit wonder let's make fun of her while we do it it's so mean 
but and VH1 making fun of Adele <laughs> when she was real puffy. <laughs> and she had the pink hair. They're like, look at this loser. And then she became Adele, and VH1 was like, <sighs> eat it. Uh, but uh, I hate this Kethos fight. I do not like it because it requires me not to do damage, but to use my strong healing off spec and to heal, which healing is so fucking boring. How the fuck do you do this? Immune. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a straight-up healing fight, and it was very stressful because, I don't know, I feel like in every new raid, healers have mana issues, and I was out of mana for most of this fight, it felt like. It just is hard because you have to like target Kael'thas, heal him up to 45%, and then at 45%, he will summon a shade of himself out into the main chamber that you have to defeat after you clear off clear up the rest of the ads i believe i don't know i wasn't doing damage yes neither was i I was fucking healing i personally really enjoyed this fight because you can get on a pedestal and heal him even if you're not a healer and i did that and it was like my starship troopers like i'm doing my part (laughs) and i was like yeah yeah i feel like the turning point for us on this fight as a guild was when basically (laughs) like kata and len were like okay Everyone fucking needs to donate their blood to this pedestal. Everyone needs to heal him. If you don't have the debuff, we will kill you. And then Gandolin's like, everybody has the debuff. I was like, yeah, we did it. We fucking did it. Yeah, and like that was the fight we did it, wasn't it? I think so. We actually were doing it a lot. But it's just so... It feels so bad for me, personally. I am one of the few specs that has uncapped AoE. Remember, they, they capped a lot of AoE, so like five five people, seven people. As Pharaoh, I can hit as many things as I want, and there's so much trash. So I'm sitting over here in my Heart of the Wild resto form, and I'm like, I'm casting Rejuve. I'm casting Swiftman, and I just see a big tasty pack of like 25 mobs that's on fire because Aaron's having fun, and I don't get to hit him. Yeah, because guess what, gang? I did not try my hardest to heal Kael'thas because I was, <laughs> I was told before this night that I was going to be put on B team potentially. So I was like, push it to the limit. I was like, I'm gonna DPS no matter what. I'm gonna show them what I'm made of, and then I get hit by a big fucking meteor because I forget to ice block. <laughs> and I and, and I get to go hang out in Pee Wee League. So, yeah, another main mechanic is that, like, in the 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 shade phase, I believe, um, Kilthas starts targeting random people with this giant, like, meteor ability, and you need to soak it with people, or else it will just destroy you. Um, and I saw that Aaron was targeted with it, and I was like, Oh, well, first off, I didn't see that it was Aaron. I saw that somebody was running out of the, out of the group, and I was like, oh, no, they're going to die. And then I was like, oh, it's Aaron. Cool. He's going to ice block, and then he's going to be okay. And then I didn't see it fall down, crush him. I was a second him. away. I was a millisecond away from clicking it, and it was, oh. I was like, oh, man. As like, my mom's like, do you want a juice box for Little League, bud? Oh, it's not Little League. There's real people over there. Lila's over there. Junie's over there. You have a real team. That's where Dolly is. You you get Dolly. Moving on. <laughs> and that's all we did this week in Raid. We are 4 out of 10 normal because, you know, 
I don't know. I was kind of proud of our progress this week. We didn't really get stuck on anything. We finished everyone we pulled this week. I was very happy because uh, beating Kael'thas, there's, I don't know if it's going to be the thing every time, but there's a 100% drop rate for legendaries when you beat bosses, which means I got a fire legendary, which I was real jazzed about, and then now a day later, less jazzed about. So tell us about your legendary. Well, it's the the guy or the memories of the Flame King, and the whole thing is when you do twelve cycles of heat of heating up with Fire Mage, you'll get five seconds of combustion when you do a pyroblast. Which I was like, that's awesome, but I found out today you have to do a raw pyroblast all four point three seconds, and it feels like forever. Yeah, I so like during the Kalthos fight, I to save mana was using slow heal, which I know that like technically Holy Priest are supposed to use that as opposed to flash heal. It's just that like I you know, I gotta go fast. So I always use flash heal and like run low on mana just because I like hate, hate, hate slow heal. It's like so slow. So I was like, okay, but like in comparison, let me see how slow a slow heal is. It was like two second cast. I was like, oh my god, I think I'd literally die before being able to cast like hard cast a pyroblast. <laughs> yeah, so what is the strat with it? Do you like start off immediately with casting it or do you wait? So, like... What I do is, I mean, I just burn like everything, like as far as combustion at the beginning, because an average combustion will get you six to seven out of the way. And then you, I mean, you just do your thing. I don't really know. I haven't played... The thing is, also, I haven't done any raids or dungeons since having it. And for average people, they don't live long enough to see your 13th rotation. Typically, enemies and stuff die before then, so I've only ever actually been able to do this a handful of times. And then it feels really weird because, I mean, like, certain stuff comes back because you blew it all at the beginning... But then, like, you're like, oh, I have five seconds of combustion. Fire blast. Uh, uh, fuck, that's all I had. Um, scorch. And then it's over. I guess I guess you could open each pull on, like, world mobs with a hard cast pyroblast. It just won't no, feel you need, good. You need to, like, have 12 stacks of, like, what, what was it called, Aaron? Uh, heating up. Yeah, before you can do that, even. So it, it's like... X minutes into a fight before you can even do this, right? Yeah, technically, I oh. think you're supposed to open up fights with a hard pyroblast when yeah. people don't know where you are. But like, <laughs> it's one of those things I should do, but like, I don't. I think like on like a raid pull with a timer, like once they hit like three seconds, you can start hard casting. Mm. That way, you, it hits once the timer hits. But like, yeah, then you have to like not nah, fuck it up and then you have to commit and then it, it just doesn't feel good because i was doing that as frost mage and that, that was a two second wind up not a 4.3 second wind up also frost mage feels really good we were leveling our kyrian alts oh they they i can use the same rotation and it they just made it like 18 times stronger than what it used to be and i'm like yes i don't have to change anything about how i play this class I spilt beer on my hands, and I need to go wash them up. Growlina, distract while I go scud. <clears throat> while I go scrub and suds for two minutes. 
Hello, all you beautiful listeners. Growlina here, coming to you from the celestial city in the sky. Er, void. Oribos. For this week's Growl on the Brow. I'm here with my good pal, Kariel. Car, which of these big, powerful covenants do you think smells the best? What do you mean? It's as simple as it sounds, Car. Which covenant scent does not assault your nostrils? Well, certainly not the Necrolords. Hmm, I guess I'd have to say the Kyrian? Eh, that's wrong. They're out in the endless sun all day, working those wings. It's gotta be sweaty work, and they stink of B.O. Well then, the Night Fae? Wrong again. That place just smells like a wet old bog with bugs. Musty and crusty as all hell ya. Come on, what's the one covenant that we know has homes? Probably with showers. LOL, the Venthyr. Of course, clearly the Venthyr's style and grace has led them down the path of frequent baths and cements their status as the best covenant. LOL, sure. Well, you heard it here, folks. Cariel is the latest to agree that dark and gloomy is the way to go. Until next week, it's been your girl. Thanks, Growlina. They're all sparkling clean now and smell like blueberries and basil. Oh, BBB. <gasps> Vietnam flashbacks. Doo-doo. <laughs> Woke up this morning. Uh, an old life. Oh, well, considering it's like 45 minutes in, I think it's a perfect time for us to talk about what we did in WoW this week. Okay. Hell yeah. Who's starting? I'll start this time. What? Yeah, it's unprecedented territory. But this week, in addition to like you know, obviously raiding is very exciting. It's like season one of Shadowlands officially started, which is I am like so happy. There just feels like there's so much to do right now that like I can't do it all in a day, which is like a nice feeling to have. That like I have a lot of things that I want to be doing right now. But I before like the season officially ticked over. I officially got my hunter to max level, and I also casually started leveling a paladin in the Kyrian Covenant, and this is formerly known as Big Sal, but I race-changed her to a Lightforged Draenei, and his name is now Azmuth. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. You made so many changes. Yeah, I mean, and it feels good. Like, Paladin in general feels really good right now. And I know that, like, I don't know. I feel like prop Paladins in, like, dungeons do more damage than the DPS sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've seen some insane prop Pallies. They're also, like, arena meta right now. But the real question is, what happened to Big Sal? Where's Salinity? She's still in there somewhere. I think the lore bit is that, like, you know, she's dead now, but, like, she... Oh, my God. She, like, Pelagos has always been Azimuth, so... 
was about Ooh. to say, Sly, that's a little fucked up that you're dead naming my good friend Azimuth. Yeah, how fucking dare you? I level with Azimuth, and let me say, she's okay. He's okay. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, Azimuth was a woman when I was leveling with him, and then it was changed, so it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little different when Azimuth changed 15 minutes prior to this podcast. <laughs> Listen. That's all I have to say about that, but... Let's see, what else did I do? Ooh, I did my first Ember Court in my on my main in the Venthyr Covenant, and it, it was pretty fun. Have you done yours yet, Aaron? Ooh, yes, I have. I've done my first well, I've done two. Yeah, and... I did like a tutorial and then my first yeah. real one. Mm-hmm. And then I'm excited to do my next one because I have gone and gotten new food and entertainment from the different zones. Ooh, what it did was... you get? Uh, from the Kyrian, I got the, I got a bunch of cakes and stuff that old Owlman makes, and there's a fun story about that one. And then I got a glimpse of nature from the Ardenweld. Some deer woman's going to come in and show us a, a deer. Well, that sounds cute. It's, it's probably a little more wholesome than the, like, the base ones that we were given in our zone, where it's literally like, our form of entertainment tonight is torturing these souls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll just, I'll just wrap it up there for this week. I, I did a lot more, obviously. I've been playing so fucking much, but... Um, what else did you do? Now's your time to spell. Well, I was going to pass it off to one of you guys. Okay, well, I, you know, I've been doing like a lot of world quests. I feel like in general, we, we've talked Which about the world ones? quests. Like, name oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't pass the buck so quick. Tell us about your week. We want to hear about it. Okay, so I, I have figured out how to successfully do the dredger racing world quest. So I, I feel like I'm a racing pro now. Like, fuck it's, that it's, one it's, frightens me. Wait, no, wait, I know wait. it was really hard at first, but what are you guys talking about? What what racing? Goes too game? fast. You 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 go you do a wheelbarrow race with the dredgers, and what? you you go through little zones to go fast. But I swear, there's like no cap to the fastness. If you get no, six of them not. in a row, it's tough to like move around. You're like <gasps> you're going like no. ten thousand percent faster than your walking speed. But you need to get them all to win, though. Like, it's so, like, you are just going so fast that you feel like you are just going to, like, fly off of the Earth or the Shadowlands. There's so many world quests that apparently I have yet to do because I have no idea what this one is. Yeah, because then you got the Kyrian ones that are, like, weird mini games, like, literally Flappy Bird or, um, this other, like, all the flying ones where you're, like, learning how to fly as a Kyrian are, like, really different they feel like the the mage ones um the kieran tor ones in legion a little bit like mm. that kind of vibe i will never forgive the fucking kieran tor the legion are knocking at our doorsteps and they've set up a series of mario party mini games for us to engage in what are you doing modera get it together <laughs> yeah i solved about a hundred thousand puzzle boxes never really saw them on the broken shore part two Hey, listen, they did their time, and by their time, I mean solving puzzles and racing mana savers throughout uh, Legion content, but, oh, oh, I also maxed out both my professions, so I'm now a max level tailor, and I dumped, like, 60k last night to top off enchanting. That's just expensive. 
that reminds me, I do have a crystal for you that I earned today. So there's, there you go. There's 8k recouped for you because the prices are back up. Who are they? But slide, what do you got this week? I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been actually doing, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of fishing. It's just kind of funny to think about. Dang, not even two and some change weeks in, and we're already scraping the content barrel for fishing. <laughs> Yeah, so the, well, is the Queen's Conservatory not as exciting as our Emperor Court? No, it fuck the Queen's Conservatory sucks. It's so bad. I I what get do to you watch do? so nothing. I get to watch immune fucking sit over here and party plan, going on quests to get the right food, talk to my mushroom grandpa, and I'm just like, I just find random spirits from like world stuff, and then I put the spirit into a seed and then i have to wait 72 hours for the seed Ooh. to yield anything and then what happens is this is it's, it's already getting old it's already getting repetitive and i don't know why they did this so when i when you open the seed so far i I'll, obviously i only have like lesser seeds because you know the popular ones are later but the, the lesser seeds when they open i just get like a ball of like astral energy that's just called like a deity like some random deity from some random world and then it goes thank you for growing me and helping me come back through the shadowlands here's a gift and they give me this little itty baby little, 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 tiny little baby lunch sack and in the lunch sack I open it and it's like, here's three fish or here's three pieces of meat or here's three <laughs> of the most easily obtained flowers that you can get literally outside the fucking conservatory. And I'm like, why am I bothering with this shit? They're not giving me anything and I have to wait three days for it. They got to up that, right? So apparently the rewards get better as the thing goes on. But like the thing is, I thought it was going to be like a Pandaria-esque farming thing where like, you know, like maybe like I have to go get some soil and I got to till the field and I got to water the seed every day. No, I ignore the fucking seed while Gruna Kruna Krumik or whatever takes care of them and I come back randomly whenever I feel like it. The only benefit so far to the conservatory is that it is a sick fishing spot because it has three guaranteed fishing pools and you can get a lot of bait for the other zone's fishes. So far, that's fucking it. It's a very much a disappointment. I thought it'd be a lot cooler. And like, they keep reusing the same gassy astral space models. That It's just like a ball of dust. Like, it's stupid. At least use like models from something. I don't know. Listen, that space dust orb thing is a deity in another plane of existence, apparently. That's going to be a raid boss like two expansions from now. And it'll be like, Wild Seed. Well, you know, I was about to say that it would recognize you, but Wild Seed isn't going to make it to two expansions <laughs> from now. It's going to be like Flimbos. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on a rogue by then. But yeah, it's just, it fucking sucks. Whatever. I mean, like, I, I get a cool order haul. I get a cool mushroom network. So I'll, I'll take what I can get. But the weakness of the Night Fae is 100% the conservatory. It's ass. Um, My inscription is making me a lot of gold. Been making trinkets and cards left and right. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. 
Slide really said, get your trinkets. Get your trinkets. I have, as my uh, drunk 7 a.m. tweet showed, I've been doing RBGs again. I forgot I even tweeted that off the account on Twitter when I woke up today. What did I'm you say? Pr- I haven't I'm pretty seen sure it. you liked it, too. No, yeah, because I'm pretty I, sure it's liked by itself. Because because my mom has this old adage on Facebook. So Maria, my mother, whenever she posts anything, she is the first person to like her post. And I said, Mom, why do you like your own post? You're the only like. And she says, Someone's got to get it started. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than fair, Maria. So I like to think that my drunk self employed Maria's tactics last night in liking the tweet that I sent out one second prior. But I have been doing a lot of RBGs. Um, and actually, I've won five out of seven of them so far, which is pretty good. I remember when I went to bed, you said that it was kind of hard for you to find groups because they were not wanting a feral druid. Honestly, the feral druid part is going to be hard for, for Pucky Mythic Plus. I think feral druids are everybody wants a feral druid in RPGs. Oh, okay. But just a lot of wins. Like I, so like literally, I, I tweeted about this. But like we had a game where I think Blizzard had like a mini bug on their hands in the middle of the night because twice me and this group queued together and a RBG has 10 players on each side. However, only nine of our players were in two games. The other person, like our 10th person, randomly got disconnected twice. And it was different people. So we, we, we think it was a bug. Obviously, going into a rated BG, one less player, you're gonna fucking lose. We lost the first one really bad. The second one, I don't know if we were facing toddlers or tiaras or what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference for me. Good job. Thank you. Um, but we managed to beat the horde with us only having nine players and them having ten players. And it was one where we had to defend three flags. So, like, they're fucking bad if they couldn't beat nine players when they had one more. But it felt real good. Uh, me and me yeah. and did, we did some twos. We capped our conquest out for raided, which is really easy to cap out this week. Highly recommend if, you, uh, if you're thinking about it. Just thinking about it, but oh, also we were going to complain this week about how arenas like twos and threes did not count towards the weekly for what? How did the weekly read exactly? So at first, I, I'm so unsure because we completed it. The first weekly we had was to do uh, ten arena skirmishes, but then if you did rated arenas, it didn't count towards that count. So then me, immune, and attire, we all. The three of us completed our skirmishes together. But then, like, the next day, a quest pop that was get 1,500 honor in arenas. And I was like, quests don't often pop the next day. So I think they realized that, like, you couldn't use a skirmish quest in arenas. So they made it a blanket arenas. So I kind of think that we're double dipping right now. Aaron, do you have either of these quests in your log right now? Because you might be I the answer. I only have the one you just mentioned, the ladder, because you shared it to us via raid. I did not have the former, and I have not done any skirmishes as of this expansion. Hmm. If you Next time you're in Orbos, let me know if you see any quests that's like arena skirmishes. I think we may have been blessed by finishing our skirmishes so fast that now we get to get two quests. Because they get the, the same fucking rewards. So Yeah, so we got a little bit of a jump on the conquest, which apparently is capped each week now for some reason. I'm not going to lie. I understand why they cap conquest. 
they cap it because you don't want you somebody getting more gear right but like me and amina are already capped so like i can't even earn any more conquests and a lot of the things that i do are pvp based and it, the so that the conquest reward is literally it's bolded and it's reddened out which means i'm not getting it <laughs> so it just feels bad that i know that i'm not earning this conquest that i'm working for it regardless okay but before i hand it off to aaron I have a little hot tip here still. There is a handy notes thing for Ouroboros where you can download it through WoW or whatever you use. And it marks all the fucking vendors in Ouroboros for you when you open the map. So you know exactly where you're going. Just fucking just search handy underscore notes underscore Ouroboros and your life will be immediately helped. Honestly, that sounds great because the number of times that I have like ran a full circle around this city trying to find what I needed to find, far too many times. We got a quest to turn something in at the Great Vault. Didn't know there was a Great Vault. Yep, it's by the bank in the holding area, but good luck finding that there's on your bank? map without knowing. Yeah, there's everything there. It's just it's super difficult to find. All right, what about you, Aaron? What'd you do this weekend? Wow. Mine's real quick. Basically, just put the nose to the grindstone and caught up as much as I can. Got my Renown up, got my my Stygia up, was doing Torghast, all that kind of business. Got my Legendary. Today, I reached Apotheosis on Growlina. I was like, that's all. I've done everything I can do today. Time to do an ult. And admittedly, I was like, oh, I'm going to sneak in there. I'm going to make a Kyrian. These guys don't have one, and I'm going to talk all about it. But you do, and it sounds like you've made it farther than me. But I officially started on Booty ATW the alt. Oh, and it'll be it'll be fun. I think I'll be doing her every so often. Uh, but mostly this week was just catching up. But I feel like I'm finally confident in like have. <laughs> My my two or so days that I was traveling and I missed playing, I feel like I finally caught up with those two weeks later. I, I mean, like, there's not really... It's not a sprint. I have a lot of people who are doing their, like, full-ass sprint are going to burn out, so... But I will, I will ask, though, have you decided on a covenant for a booty yet? Yes, she is a Kyrian. Nice. Yes, she's got a lot of spears she can throw now. And the armor... Looks good, except for the helmet, because no helmet ever looks good on a Pandaren, but I'll just make sure to take that off. Yup. I feel like, uh, I don't know, you're probably used to that on your main anyways. <laughs> yep. But tell you what, speaking of heating up thing, heating things up, which is, I remember I looked at my note here, that's what I was supposed to end my segment with. We're heating things up with our sexiest NPC of the week. That's hot. Ooh, that's what the enemies of this week's sexiest say, because we're talking about the one, the only, Katie. Wait, which one? Kael'thas. I've only ever referred to him as Katie. Yes, that, that is his legal name. Katie. But this man's hot, and I just want to say, it's been my goal for years to grab his balls. 
And let me just say, <laughs> <laughs> you 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 grabbed his ball last night. Ooh, girl, I did, and I rem- I mean his three green balls. But guess what? He didn't give them up because when he's walking away, he has three red balls. And I'm like, ooh, boy, give me those balls. I want them. Also, uh, I think this this Kael'thas is automatically hotter for two reasons. One, he's basically on fire, right? Like, am I wrong? Is he on fire? I mean, he uh, he does. I think he does wield a little bit of fire after he comes off his, his pedestal. And he's not wearing a shirt at all. And a third reason, the chains. I was about to say, Ooh. don't you forget this boy is in chains. A DNR favorite. KT in chains. Chains. So would you agree that it has only been a glow up from a pretty high pedestal now that he has become a member of the Venthyr? Yes. So I was also noticing this or thinking about it because like part of me was like, did he get like involuntarily drafted to the Venthyr so that he could be used as a battery for Anima? Or do you think he was already destined to, like, the Venthyr Covenant of Reverend Dreth, like, by the Arbiter? Hmm. Because he... I mean, he would have died even before all the Maw business, so I think he got whipped and chained during, like, like when things were normal and then became a Venthyr. Hmm. But either way, I think it's pretty hot that I'm in the same covenant as this guy. <laughs> I mean, I know that like in our mortal plane, I already spent a lot of time with him. And I guess maybe I was personally responsible for sending him here on like all 10 of my alts as I farmed Ashes of Alar like for like four months straight. <laughs> so you would know exactly what to look for. I mean, and I thought he was hot in real life. So like, hmm. Ooh, my favorite part about KT was when you would play on an overleveled alt. You'd be sitting there in his boss fight in the eye, and he'd be like, fight my guy. And then you'd kill six of his guys. And I don't know about you, but he'd always just kind of sit there for 10 minutes waiting, letting you stare at his brilliance. Uh, Yeah, like from lots of personal experience, I think approximately... 25 to 30 percent of my farming of this mount was waiting for Kelthos to move on to the next phase. So we got a lot of alone time just standing together in silence, you know? I'm excited to get a peek at that sinstone on his back because you know number one will be popping my boner. Popping the cherries of all the little, mm, popping the cherries of all the mature adult boys and girls out there. Ooh, everyone consenting of age. They're all saying, yes, look, yes, it's yes, my driver's yes. license. Please verify through three means of identification. I applied for this passport just yesterday. There's some there's some guild drama currently happening during this session, which is why I've been so distracted. So, KT, your award's in the mail, baby. We're sending this to smooches. you. We're spooches. Uh, so get this, Aaron. Breaking news on the two guild groups. Apparently, the groups oh, wore the groups wore more mixed at one point. But you know what happened? The what? click, the click stepped in. Is it is it almost like <laughs> good people said they didn't want to mix with the trash? Uh, basically, somebody. So like it was. I guess it was like Brio and Scott were in Cadiz group, and Gronk basically was like, "I am not gonna raid. I'm not raiding with people who I know." 
and and so now Lynn had to move everything. Mm, so no, I can't, so now, also, I can't imagine that feeling. Well, apparently you've been moved to group one with us. Um, Whoa! Hey, but, look at character development. However, I don't think these groups are going to last because no one's listening to what Kat is saying. And if there's one thing I'm good at, it's fucking lighting some fires on breaking up shit. So we'll see what's going to happen with Raid next week. Stay fucking tuned because these groups are already causing troubles. Because with with you swapping to group one, we're, we're putting Sir Dan in group two, and I don't really know who Sir, who Sir Dan is. They do good yeah, DPS, but man. the problem isn't the DPS. The problem is the perceived notion of putting quote unquote veterans with people who we don't even know. So, also, I'm a little offended that Gronk says that he doesn't know us. So which is oh, I so don't worry. I I'm typing up shit right now to go in everywhere. So st- stay tuned next week. This guild update's gonna be. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Who, who knows if we're gonna even be Udo Mas next week? Well, they, they kind of, they kind of. I'm not gonna lie. Like we sit in our Discord all the time with Papa Cheese and Tire. That's fine. But we also previously joined Uno Mas Discord to hang out with um, uh, Mini Monk. They they were with us uh, with with new person uh, another monk uh, Vad Scoot like we we we've had groups with other people in the guild during dungeons and it's like this other group literally can't break out of their one of f- five party they gotta stop right they have to I mean they're ruining things like right now they're making it weird so who's who knows stay tuned <laughs> All right, let's do our top two bada boot media moot and get out of here so I can type some more shit in this chat. I'll go first. Yes. This week, I have a tippity top toot. Toot toot toot. toot. And that tip top toot is just finally feeling accomplished. I feel like Growlina's in a good spot. Cubbybub's in a good spot with her stuff. We're getting renowned. We're we're getting powered up. We're doing four out of ten in the guild. It's just a good time to be playing. It's a tip top toot. Yeah, we. I feel like it has been a good week. But immune. What is your TT BBMM? Well, you know, in light of our last few weeks where it's been bottom boots, even though we do really like Shadowlands, I am also here with a top toot. Whoop whoop. And overall, my top two is just that, as I said earlier, there is so much to do with season one being here. I've been doing tons of different kinds of content. I have been going through and getting my like explorer achievement and all the zones on immune. I've been going through and starting to get like lore, ma- lore master type, like finishing all those side quests in each of the zones. And I just fin- I f- I finished Revendreth. I finished Ardenweald. I just finished Meldraxxus. Oh yeah, because you gotta you gotta push it to the limit to actually get lore master, unfortunately. Right, like like oh, that's a whole other story. But like, and then I've also been dipping into PvP with some like twos and threes. I want to do some RBGs. We did so we did our first uh, mythic plus. We did a is a plus two right all together that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just happy to have all this new content and just have feel like i have so much to do and that's like without even like raid like raid all of it it's just so much to do right now and i'm very happy it's all new and fresh it's just top two for first week of season one but a slide was your tt bbmm i got me one of them top toots so i was doing torghast on my feral druid and i failed to kill elder long branch which is fine because then somebody said, dude, just go tank and you'll be fine. And I went Guardian Druid. 
holy shit was I fine. Everything is a joke when you're a tank. And so I, I demolished the Torghast Tower. But the best part while I was doing that was for some reason, it was like five in the morning on like Wednesday morning. And every single person inside of the Torghast general chat was a druid. I'm not talking like five or six of us. There was legitimately like 20 to 30 druids talking like, I'm here. Hey, what's up? I'm here. Hey, how's it going? It's funny you're saying this because the same thing happened in our guild chat, basically, where it's just like mm. six or seven of our guild druids just all talking. And then like I like I hopped in or somebody else hopped in and then they're like, and you guys are all like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what happened in Torga's chat. We were like, why is there Literally blue? a quarter of a million players are druid. I guess it makes sense, right? They could tank, they can heal, and they're the only mm. one that has both range and melee, so there's probably a, a fuck ton of us, but it was just great. Just Everyone was like, new Dream Grove, y'all. How's it going? Hanging out in the new Torghast chat. <laughs> that's funny, though. Some good shit. But yeah, that's my that's my top two, which is funny because, see, you would think it'd be a bottom boot because I failed as Feral, but then I discovered Guardian being amazing. You found family through failure, and that is poetic. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, you can email us at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet us on Twitter at do not relent pod. You could also leave us a review on Warcraft Radio's directory. Just for do not relent. If you give us a rating, we'll read it no matter what it is, one through five stars, and we'll take a shot in your name on this show next week. What about you two? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. We are out of here. It's time to figure out what's happening with these two raid teams. We'll see you guys next week with an update. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.